And I'm Sid. And, and this, this is the Book Boyfriend Book. Project. So today is day 10 of our Christmas speedy reviews. I hope you guys have had so much fun listening along and maybe reading along with us. I know I've had so much fun reading these Christmas books. And today's book is Merry and Bright by Debbie Maycomer. And this is the first one I've listened slash read by her. And, you know, she's a New York Times bestselling author. And, you know, in one of the reviews on this book, it's like another Christmas classic from the Christmas Queen herself. And so I like looked through and she actually has so, so many books that are like Christmas centered romances. And so I was really excited to, you know, listen to this book. That would be so much fun. We should be like niche Christmas authors. <laughs> all we write about. I don't think I could be a niche Christmas author because like I like so many like paranormal things That's that true. I feel like the first book that I like attempt to write is going to be like some type of paranormal romance just See, because I love that. I love like paranormal or like fantasy romances, but I feel like whenever I think about writing one, there's so much world building that I feel like I would have to do. I don't know. I feel like that's, that might be a weakness of mine. Like, I want to do the world building, but, like, I feel like I would have to do, like, a little bit at a time. Like, create my world and then, you know, the story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like the idea of the world building, the character building, the mythos building, because, like, in a paranormal book, you also build, like, a mythos. True. Of what your vampires are like, what your werewolves are like, what your witches are like. If you have any of those, if any of those are true, like, what is your mythos? We're getting off topic. <laughs> but we are going to jump into my summary and then jump into a discussion of the book. And I hope you guys have had a wonderful holiday season. Okay, so I just finished listening to Mary and Bright by Debbie Maycomer on audiobook, and oh my gosh, that was the cutest little story I've ever listened to. Like, it was so full of Christmas cheer, and I loved it. So, Mary Knight is a 24-year-old girl who lives with her mother and father and her little brother who is 18 and has down syndrome her mom has multiple sclerosis which basically you know kind of contributes to muscle loss and lack of mobility as it progresses so she lives with her parents to help out her mom and her brother and she has taken a year off of school to save money for her tuition. And she is working at um, a consultancy firm as the data entry. She's worked there for almost a year at this point. The book starts out around Thanksgiving. And her boss, Jason Bright, I love the way their last names rhyme, is, you know, he's kind of ignored her. He's been a little irritating and everything and so her mom after she has called home to say she's working overtime for the third time in a week decides that her and her brother are going to set mary up on this dating site called mix and mingle that her best friend had found really great success with and you know 
they decide to use a golden retriever photo so that any potential matches will be interested in her as a person, not her looks. And that's kind of how Mary ends up on the site. So Jason ends up on the site because his brother, well, his cousin slash brother kind of meets his new fiance on there as well. And he's kind of realized that he also has a lack of a social life. So they both kind of wind up on there and Jason sees her like golden retriever photo and he's immediately intrigued because he had a golden retriever as a teenager and so they start talking and so neither of them really knows that they work together and they get to know each other and they start you know falling for each other and she goes by mary smith and he just goes by jay and then they decide to meet at the mall one day and then she realizes that hey it's her boss and she has a very hard time reconciling the boss and the man that she's been getting to know because the man that she's been getting to know is very sweet and considerate whereas her boss has always been very arrogant and very demanding and so she decides that there's no chance of a relationship for them and tells Jay this and then you know Jay like pleads with her he's like no like I feel a lot for you and I want you to give us a chance so she starts talking to him a little and then Jason asks Mary, his employee, to work overtime with him, and so they have this night, and she can kind of start to see the similarities between Jay and Jason, and then she decides to kind of try to get to know him more as him in person, but she keeps the fact of who she is, Mary, from, like, the online dating from him, and... (sighs) I just, I love their love story so much, and it's told from both of their points of view, which is just great, and then, so they continue to talk, they continue to get to know each other, lots of stuff ensues, and it's just adorable, and then so they end up meeting at the Christmas party two days before Christmas, and they have this fight, and then he ends up coming over the next day, and they make up, and it's just this beautiful Christmas love story and it makes you feel so happy and wonderful and I really wish there was like more to this love story I wish there was like a second book I wish there was like a longer epilogue because I just did not want to say goodbye to these characters okay Sid so do you first have any thoughts on what kind of questions you have from the summary that I played for you I love, see, again, this is like, I love the online dating trope, but I hate real online dating. (laughs) Or, like, dating app dating. I just, I think it's so cute, like, the way that they spin it, because it, like, I mean, usually people are nicer online than they are in person. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, in real life, I hate online dating. I don't know. I liked that they both got to know who they were and the enormity of, like, the online dating kind of allowed them to put like get past the guards that they put up especially for Jason because he has such like a bad like childhood experience with love both of Mm -hmm. his parents like his parents are divorced 
both of his parents have been through like multiple marriages he comes from a wealthy family and his parents like shipped him off to boarding school as soon as he was like old enough to go to boarding school that makes so much more sense and they like used custody of him as like a way to get back at each other and stuff and so he had like such a terrible like you know like role model of romance that him and his cousin both had this type of experience Mm -hmm. and so like they made a pact not to get married at all or not until they were at least 40 Mm. and so I just like the ability to be online dating kind of just allowed him to get past that guard and Mm -hmm. you know really try and kind of connect with Mary Mm -hmm. okay I like that more now (laughs) (laughs) I mean I like to speak in this I just think it's a fun little trope because again like you said people can kind of get past that initial Mm-hmm. I was gonna say like tip of the iceberg, but like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. the initial mask that they put on when you meet someone new. It kind of mm-hmm. takes off some of the pressure there too. Yeah, I liked that both of their profiles had golden retrievers. Yes, as That's like cute. things. So the cover of this book, guys, has a golden retriever on it, and Aww. I was confused as to how that was going to come into play, but obviously now I know. And so it was just like very pretty mm-hmm. and. I don't know, my only issue with this was she found out who he was, I think, around, like, the 45% mark, and they didn't, like, she didn't reveal who she was to him until almost, like, 95%. Oh, that's interesting, because I would have thought it would have been the other way around. No, like, because they set up this meeting in a Starbucks inside of a mall, and he was supposed to wear, like, a blue dress shirt, and she was going to wear, like, a tan coat and like a plaid shirt or something I don't know but like she came there and he brought because he like went into a flower shop and he's like well I have like never gotten flowers for a girl like what do I get her and then like the sales clerk's like well what about a dozen red roses and he's like no oh he's like no that's like far too like upscale like Mary's not gonna like that and he's like I remember her mentioning she liked wildflowers and he's like do you have anything wildflower-esque and she's like, well, we have these yellow daisies in. And he's like, yep, I want those. She'll Aww, like those. That's so cute. And, like, he has them sitting on the table. And, like, she basically stands him up because she, like, sees that it's her boss. And she's like, nope, sayonara. And she's basically, like, she tells him, she's like, yeah, like, we're not going to work out. I saw you. I know you. And, like, we're not going to work out. Because, like, he's an arrogant jerk at work. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, Yeah. I can't reconcile the two people, like, the man that I've gotten to know online and the man that I know from work. And so she's like, like, no. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would at least, like, go to meet him, you know? Yeah. So, like, Like she experienced someone totally different behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's at least worth giving them a chance. Yeah, like, she sees that it's him and she runs away. And then, like, he, like, because they're doing this big project that she was, like, hired on as a temp at work to do, and, like, he gets, like, some information, and she's, like, a data entry, like, manager or whatever, and so he's, like, you know, like, I need someone to stay late with me and do this, so she's the one that ends up staying late, and, like, he kind of, while they're alone, he kind of shows her the more, like, patient side of him that Mm -hmm. she had seen while they were, like, online, Mm -hmm. and that's when she's, like, oh, like, maybe Jason can be Jay, and stuff, and then she basically starts double dating him, like, like as, as, as her boss and as Jay? Yeah, like, she's, like, still talking to him online, but then 
flirting with but she's like flirting him with him in person oh and she like double teams him oh and then like he tells her about the girl at work and she like acts jealous and like completely doesn't tell him like hey that's actually me that you're like talking about from work and I was like so annoyed because he gets annoyed and they have a fight once he finally figures out it's her at the Christmas party and he's like you know like, you had so many chances. Were you just trying to make a fool of me? Yeah. And, like, I was very annoyed that she waited so long. Plus, like, it ends with him coming to, like, Christmas Eve dinner and basically inviting himself and bringing over a bunch of food that they just have to heat up. And he's what? like, I want to give this a shot. And, like, they I kiss. I have to read this book now. Yeah. And, <laughs> Especially like, since it's a naughty book. And they, like, kiss. And they get together. And I'm like, and that's the end. And I'm like, wait, Debbie, What? I need, I need more. An epilogue. <laughs> I need an epilogue. Give me the, so what is the epilogue that you would have wanted? I would have wanted it to be like a year from then, like the next Christmas, mm-hmm. and maybe seeing like him propose at Christmas the next year, like just seeing like where they had gone from them, and maybe like just talking about like the year or like maybe like the next Thanksgiving, and just talking uh, them talking about like what they were thankful for in the past year, and kind of. Just like, hey, what's happened? Mm-hmm. Like, do they end up t- together? Do they stay together? Do they have kids? Do they get married? Yeah. What happens? Yeah, like, if there's not a second book, I feel like there should have been an epilogue. I feel like there's not going to be a second book because there was a happy ending, but, like, I just want the epilogue. Why can't authors add epilogues? That's it. That's all our readers want. We should make an episode on books that should have had an epilogue. Yes. Okay, so I could add so many (laughs) books to that list. So many. So many. I guess that's what fan fiction is for, but there's probably not Debbie Maycomber fan fiction. I highly doubt there's Debbie Maycomber fan fiction. (laughs) Okay, so what's your overall rating for the book? Uh, Probably like a 375 or a 4, just because she did wait so freaking long to reveal it as him. Like, I would say it's probably like a a 3.5 or like a 375. I feel that's higher than I thought you were gonna make it, I won't lie. Yeah, like, I adored it. It was so sweet, and, like, so because her brother has Down syndrome, like, he ends up, like, getting online and chatting with Jason, too. Uh, well, like, Jay, technically. And Jason is just, like, so patient with him, and it, like, she mentions in the book, she's like, yeah, like, one of my high school dates, like, made fun of him, and he's like, it was all in good fun, like, it was a joke, and she, like, never went out with him again, and so the fact that Jason is, like, so kind and understanding with her brother just, like, made it so much better, like, him so much better as a character. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I don't know. I loved them. I just want an epilogue, and I wanted her to tell him sooner. I'm definitely gonna read this one. FYI. <laughs> yes, it was like a very quick read because you always listen on one two five, and you've gotten me doing that too. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you've gotten me doing that too. So I think God. it's like a four and a half hour audiobook, and I think I did it in like mm, I want to say like two hours and forty five minutes, or like three and a half hours, oh, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, that's like so, one shift at work. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, so. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow with day 11, and I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season.